Three, two, one, go. Hello. I've I've arrived. What are you doing here? I was told that this is the nexus of your civilization. Am I incorrect? I don't know. You look like a you look like a, somebody that, that can't be trusted because you've no beard, no beard. But I have eyebrows. He's cool with me, everybody. Let this guy through. This guy's good. This guy's fine. Thanks. Definitely won't kill us. I'm going to go sit on this bench and look depressed for about four hours. One hour and 44 minutes. Straight up depression. That's the name of the game. That's the name of the podcast. The The other name of the podcast is Real Rotten. The podcast, the definitive podcast for movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. If it's the bottom quarter of something, we're into it. The, you hear the bottom of the barrel, those apples down there? Yep. Those are ours. Yes. We're, we're eating all those little apples, yep. and we have a guest who specializes in eating apples off the bottom of the barrel because he was born on a farm, raised on a farm, lives on a farm, and he is uh, he has some knowledge to share with us about what Keanu Reeves <laughs> would do as an alien on a farm, and um, alien ant farm is another phrase that popped into the head, there you so go. there you go. Please welcome back to the podcast, returning champion... Ted Benz. Ted, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Uh, Let's go. I don't know what model. Alien Jana would do in a park. <laughs> you don't know what? Uh, what? What do you think he would? This Alien Keanu Reeves. <laughs> well, Was I mean, a- yeah, I don't know. But welcome to back to the podcast, Ted. Uh, it's it's been a minute. What was the last one? Did you do... Um, he was on the Little Rascals. Little Rascals, but you also no. did After Earth, right? Another Jaden. Oh, that's right. You're a return yeah, okay. Jaden expert. Okay, um, good, good, good. Resident <laughs> Jaden Smith expert, uh, Ted Ted Benz. I will claim that. <laughs> a lot of people um, do think Jaden is a bit of an alien, so this works out. Um, I mean, same with Keanu, but but yeah. at the same time, like I feel like that's an oxymoron, calling Keanu an alien, because... Basically the same thing. Yeah, we're um, here to talk about The Day the Earth Stood Still, the remake from 2008, in honor of the upcoming movie Nope, uh, by our friend Jordan Peele. Um, Also also another uh, connection, The Black Phone, recently released uh, by the same director, Scott Derrickson. Surprising uh, connection. Um, Yeah, I mean, the the other thing that's a little bit under the rug is that he's a producer on the, uh, the new Doctor Strange because he directed... The old yeah. Doctor Strange, but we're going to get into that. Well, gonna... not a doctor anymore. He's more of just a Mr. Strange. Senor Strange, Sen- right? Senior Strange? He's not a doctor anymore. He's he's lost his medical license. People forget that. Uh, I mean, he gave it up. It doesn't mean he lost it. He just gave it up. If somebody uh, gives up their PhD, are they still a PhD? You still have to call him doctor? Uh, they, I mean, they got the degree, but, but at the same time... Uh... They're not practicing. Like it's the same thing of like a, a philosopher getting a doctorate. Like, uh, they're what? What are they? What are they practicing? They're still a doctor, but what are they practicing? You know. Speaking of philosophy, a lot of that coming up in this episode. We're going to dive deep into the uh, human nature, as I would, as we like to say. 
<laughs> but first, movie news. Uh, I have in here yeah, what do you got for everything us? we know about the movie Nope. Uh, but I accidentally, I accidentally wrote the word nope in. I meant to write in the real thing that I meant, which is Avatar 2, Way of wow. the Water. Today is the first episode of the Avatar 2 podcast, and that's why uh, that's one of the main reasons Ted is here. Me and Ted are, are starting a split podcast that we have yet to do <laughs> <laughs> called the Dead Sea Scrolls or something along those lines. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to dive deep. Into Avatar 2, colon, Way of the Water. Uh, you sh- your pod should be called The Weight of the Water, W-A-I-T of the Water, because you've been waiting, you know, 13 years for this. Ted, Ted, tell me how excited on a scale of 0 to 10 you are uh, for Avatar zero 2. 0 to H2O. <laughs> how excited are you? I'm actually super excited. I, I don't have any problem committing fully to this Avatar Way of the Water podcast, slash watching it on release day, everything. Me and Ted saw saw the uh, t- the same year that this movie came out, right? Two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Two thousand nine was two thousand nine uh, release. Yep. Uh, so thirteen years ago, me and Ted went <laughs> and saw the first Avatar, and we've been waiting with bated breath. And uh, here's here are some things you need to know about the new Avatar. Number one, it's over three hours. Okay. James Cameron. Uh, people were asking about it, and he said uh, he doesn't give a fuck what you think about his three-hour runtime. <laughs> he literally said that he doesn't give a fuck, and he said, just get up and go to the bathroom. If you have to go to the bathroom, just get up and do it. Just go. Yeah. Just just go, man. Just go. Damn. We're in a tight spot. <laughs> the core cast is back, uh, but there there have been a couple added added people. Who do you uh, who do you who are you most excited for, Stephen? On this list of added people, I, I heard of the about it, but you got to refresh my Kate mind. Kate Winslet. Okay. Uh, is playing the role of Ron- guest. Ronald. Ronald. Yep, Ronald. 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 Like it's Ronald without the it's D. Ronald without the D. Okay. Ron- Ronald. I don't know. It's uh, her and J- Jim Cameron's first uh, collaboration since Titanic. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, CCH Pounder is is back uh, in the film, but um, Edie Falco joining joining the cast as General Ardmore. General Ardmore. So uh, wow, what do you she think about the big that? bad is 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 Kurt going to be the big bad? I think so. Wow. It sounds like Edie Falco's in his big bad. Here, and then there's going to be a new uh, new tribe, a new Navi clan called the Metkayina. I'm, the, I'm guessing they're the water world. I'm, assu- yeah, I'm assuming they're the water world. The, the head of them, our boy Cliff Curtis. Cliff oh, Curtis yeah. leading Cliff them. Curtis, yep. yeah. Smiley from uh, from uh, Training Day. So Jake and uh, Nitri, Nitiri uh, have their Navi children. Uh, me and Ted are learning Navi. Ted, can you please say a sentence in Navi for us that you've been practicing? So I've been more focused on on sentence context than vocabulary. So I'm, I'm learning one side of it, and then I'll get to the vocab after. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't try and church it up, son. No, yeah. <laughs> Ted's a... Re- <laughs> Ted, who are you most excited for? Is it um they is it the child Miles Socorro, aka Spider, who's being played by Jack Champion, an, an adopted human child? Have you did was that an English <laughs> sentence? <laughs> what are you talking no, about? No, no, no. Every everybody knows that there's a new character named Miles Socorro, aka Spider, who's played by Jack Champion, who is an adopted human child of uh <laughs> of Zoe and our guy. Zoe Deschanel and, and Property Brothers. Zoe Saldana. Oh, Zoe Saldana and in the, uh, movie, in the movie and Sam Worthington. And Sam Worthington. Got it. Got it. Uh, that, so he's a hundred percent Navi, but he's but 
their adopted human child uh, they, that they named Spider. Ted, is that the character okay. you're most so looking forward so he's to? A human. Okay, got it. Yeah, you know, so am I right? I haven't. I haven't spoiled myself. I've left myself completely in the dark for <laughs> this first watch. So you're saying that there's a human child living amongst the tribe? That's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. Name um, Spider. <laughs> yes, name Spider. That <laughs> <laughs> they call they call Spider. His real name okay. is Miles. Sok- I'm into it. Socorro. <laughs> but the uh, seems like he'd be super underadvantaged. Like he's like, you know, four foot nothing out in this like <laughs> jungle with them. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of swimming in the upcoming one. Uh, the last, the last. Cast- hold on, hold on. You you need to ask me. You need to ask me who I'm excited. No, for. I already know who you're excited yeah. for who? because I'm about to drop the last two people okay. that have been added to the franchise. Go ahead, Michelle Yeoh. Mm. Joining the cast, there a scientist, go. Dr. Karina Moog. Uh, people are pretty excited about her. Michelle Yo maybe has the most juice out of everybody on this cast right now. Yeah, especially if the movie's going to release this year. Uh, she's going to be in uh, top top two films of the year. One's independent, one's a big budgeter. Yep. It's crazy. And uh, the last person added to the franchise to his CV is Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel also joining the wow. cast. <laughs> is he a Navi? Uh, alongside Jermaine Clement as a marine biologist. Wow, oh, Vin Diesel as a marine <laughs> biologist. Okay, I, I mean he he looks like a beluga whale, so maybe he's trying to get in touch with his people. So that's they they may not be in this new this new movie, but they are definitely in the rest of the. They're in the upcoming four. In other the upcoming movies. four other movies. Yeah, the other sixteen. Yeah, uh, which uh, me and Ted series. will cover in our podcast of uh, the weight of the water, aka the Dead Sea Scrolls, aka uh, <laughs> Avatar Two: Electric Boogaloo. What's the name of the font that they use? Oh, uh, uh, papyrus. Papyrus. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. It's papyrus. Just papyrus. Just in papyrus. papyrus. On papyrus, <laughs> written for papyrus lovers. Ted, if you had to guess what this movie is about, what would you say? I know you're totally in the dark, uh, so we're we're excited. Yeah, no, I, I'm actually super excited to go about it into the dark. But uh, I would guess, okay, so it's it's the next generation, right? And they're actually first. Okay, first, I'm, I'm I wanna, like, first, I want to ask you another question. <laughs> Do you remember uh, what what was your favorite part of the first Avatar? Like, what part? In detail, can you describe that you loved? Of the first act of the first movie? Of the first movie in general, just the whole movie. Oh, first movie in general. So the part that really got me hooked was uh, when he gets stranded that first night, and he's like on his own in on Pandora, and he makes a torch because he's stupid and doesn't understand that, you know, and he's just like exploring, the stumbling through the world, and then Zoe saves him and like brings him back to the village. That whole part... Sure. That, that beginning introduction of Pandora. That that's what yeah, got me. That's definitely what happened in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Of course it did. <laughs> are, are you sure you're not talking about Pocahontas? Because that sounds a lot like what happened to John Smith. I don't know. It, it, it's the same movie, yes, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll be all right. Okay, now now you can say what the upcoming uh, movie, what what plot you're looking forward to. What? <laughs> so I was <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that the humans would be taken out of it in yeah. its entirety, like they just lost and then left. But if you're saying there's a new general, then I, I'm assuming they just they're coming back for more. Took the L, yeah, yeah, took the L on that one spot and have now found a new like cluster of that whatever ore that was they were after. Unobtainium, unobtainium, I think. Yeah, unobtainium. Yeah, there, there you go. And it's under the water, and it's just they're just gonna run it right back. Same yeah. movie, giant drill. 
just giant drill in the in the ocean. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Some some kind of allegory about oil platforms. Yep. You know. Love that. I love uh, I love the idea of them using those little those little fans that carry you around underwater. Those are so cool. I think those are going to be heavily involved in this movie. Just a feeling. For the humans, not for the yeah, avatars. For the, for the avatars, they're gonna mesh. They're gonna meld uh, like they do with their uh, what do you call them? And then, uh, uh, they're, but they're the aquatic version, like manta rays. Maybe their like. maybe their hair turns in a little spinning, little uh, <laughs> their ponytails, yeah, their self propelling ponytails. <laughs> yeah, po- okay. po- po- there you go. Po- po- ponytails, po- ponytails. Po- po- propeller tails. Uh, Nick Lyons, no. a proponent of propeller ponytails. Okay. Well, we'll have. Do you think that he's going to subdue a kraken? Or whatever mythical giant version oh of God. the underwater monster is. Yeah, it's that's not the Avatar unless there's sex. So I think if if I had to guess who's going to have sex, I would say Sam Worthington because his because uh, Zoe Saldana is pregnant in this. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I'm not touching that. I need uh, I need this new uh, sexier uh, sea navi. Kate Winslet is definitely having sex in this movie. I, it doesn't matter who with or what I'm in, no matter what. So it doesn't really. I'm on board. It could be seducing uh, some sort of kraken. There's got to be. A, there's if it's James Cramer's involved. There's an underwater sea monster. And, or she's um, It's gonna be hot as hell. <laughs> or she's gonna be smanging that uh, the guy from Grandma's Boy, the bad guy from Grandma's Boy, because he's he's an avatar, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm wait. I'm 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 just to spoil it all. I'm waiting for CCH Pounder. Okay. Goddammit, bitch! What other errands do you have us running for the DA? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, this is just just part one of the uh, the sneak peek into the Nick and Ted's Avatar podcast. Yeah, it's Papyrus. a little taste. Uh, it'll be it'll be periodically dropping into the podcast whenever we feel like it. And mm-hmm. leading up to the release of the new Avatar, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do an episode on this feed because we can't afford two feeds, two podcast feeds right now. Bonus intro episode. So it could be a bonus. Uh, there could be a bonus episode upcoming. Bonus Thank you, pilot. Ted. Uh, now let's now let's get into the movie that we're here to talk about. Speaking of taste, yeah. Let's get a taste of uh, the movie we're you know, here there, to talk there, about. There, climate change is a theme in both of these movies. Alien movie. Alien uh, movie. Alien invasion. This time it's the humans invading uh, Navi, and, and now it's uh, the the Klaatu. Klaatu's his name, but uh, I don't know what kind he is. That's right. We're talking about Keanu Reeves in the remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Object was first spotted. It's beyond Jupiter's orbit. Its path was recalculated. There's going to be a big storm tonight. Why have you come to our planet? Your planet. Spheres like this one landed at all the locations around the world. So you've come here to help us? No. What's going to happen to us? The day the year stood still in theaters and IMAX. There you go. You have it. So suspenseful. So captivating? Captivating? Let's go first. Uh, first impressions of this movie, really quick, before we get into it. Ted, uh, had you seen this movie before, and or if you had, did you remember a single thing that happened in it? So that's the thing is, I hadn't thought. I thought I hadn't, and then I turned it on. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. So I'd seen this before, mm-hmm. and and no, I honestly I had no memory of it until I turned it on again. And uh, you liked it. Did you like it, or did you you not like it? <laughs> Yeah, as as far as my tolerance for these kinds of movies go, it was so boring. Like <laughs> past a certain point, that I was just I couldn't. I can't say I like this one. <laughs> that tracks. 
Yeah. Steven, your first impression. Do you have any history with this movie? Uh, do you recall when it came out? Do you remember anything about it? Uh, I remember I remember when it came out, and I immediately thought, I don't need to see this. Uh, never watched it until five days ago. And um, yeah, yeah, I knew there was a reason why I didn't watch it. Um, that's really it. Like, I knew this was post, uh, this is during Keanu's second dark time uh, in the late 2000s after the, after the Matrix, because he was doing this, he did 47 Ronin, uh, he did a couple other really bad movies, and then he started started coming back, and then John Wick hit. John Wick. So, so this was about, what, five years before uh, his his double resurgence as, uh, as Baba Yaga. But yeah, yeah, this was this was not a good movie, and um, I don't know. It's weird that Keanu makes such bad choices um, throughout his entire career, and um, obviously this being one of them. But but at the same time, is this for sure a paycheck movie? I don't know. I don't know. I think this is a movie Keanu is definitely interested in doing yeah. and does because he th- thinks it's interesting, and then it just turns into whatever, and he just shakes it off and moves on. Yeah, that, that's probably it. I think that's what happened with him specifically in the late 2000s because um, they were such high hopes movie because they really, really were pushing for Keanu to be the the next Hollywood star in the late 2000s without question, like the big, like the next Tom Cruise level uh, Hollywood star. I definitely saw this. I don't know if I saw it in theaters. I remember um, him getting shot in the beginning uh, as a part of the movie. And then after that, I don't recall nearly anything. So maybe I just remember the trailer. That's, maybe that's all I watched. The most memorable part for me is the trailer because it was all over the place um, and just Keanu uh, staring at Kathy Bates and saying, "Your planet." That's all I remember. The trailer, yeah, the trailer is good. Good trailer. We'll talk more about the rest of the movie soon. Rotten Tomatoes gave it twenty percent. Audience twenty seven. Not. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty universally disliked. Universally disliked. Uh, you know, I think yeah. this is a real, uh, looking at, so I've been discussing Rotten Tomatoes with people lately and how how something 99% isn't actually like a 99 out of 100. Right. It's like 99% of people think it's good. Not everybody thinks it's great. Right. So this, I think, is a victim of the other side and where not everybody thinks it's really bad. Everybody just thinks it's kind of boring. So would a better rating be the 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 Siskel and Ebert rating? Like if you say ninety nine percent gave it a thumbs up, that doesn't that just means it's a th- that me- it means exactly what you're saying. It's good. Like you, you it's, good. it's a universally accepted signal at least yes. in, the, in America. Universally good. Yes. Uh, and then the <laughs> thumbs down is is that universally unacceptable uh, term so or symbol. So like. I think that's more accurate than the tomato meter because the tomato meter varies. Like it has the fresh and then the rotten, and the and the fresh and rotten doesn't split at fifty percent. Yeah, I get that. In any case, it doesn't matter <laughs> if you think it's good. It's good. These are this is what the critics think, and they're they're subjective in any in any way because they're humans. They're critics. They're flawed. Yeah, just like the people that run this planet, which are the humans, and they need to die. Yep. Rod Tomato said, heavy on special effects, but without a coherent story at its base, The Day the Earth Stood Still is a subpar reimagining of the 1951 science fiction classic. I guess so. Still haven't seen the, the 1951 version, but it sounds like it's better than this. Ted, have you seen the original 1951 Day the Earth Stood Still? No, oh, I haven't. Um, I was thinking about watching it beforehand, but no, I, I ran out of time. Have you seen it, Nick? I thought I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to ruin this experience. Uh, but I really think that you and you and your daughter can sit down and watch that one. It seems like it would be a good intro for her. The first intro. I think her first intro to sci-fi was Alien when she was about five weeks old. Wow. 
Sure. So uh, Lee Lee is actually going to be a um a, she'll have a pretty good concept of our our upcoming draft. We're gonna draft alien invasion movies. She's probably seen quite a few of those. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Maybe. good for her getting an early education. She'll probably help you with your uh, your draft analysis that's coming up later in the boil podcast. it down. She's the most alien of all of us. She's just came from a different world. <laughs> she's entered into our world. Where'd she come from? I need to know these things. <laughs> well, we don't need to discuss that on the podcast. That's Ted's business and Jess's business. Uh, my my blurb is from Ben Lyons uh, at the movies. My Enemy co- of the show. Cousin Ben. Uh, he said, what a ridiculous movie. That's it. That's it. That's, that's all what, he needed to that's say. That's what he wrote. Yep. 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 Uh, clear yeah, and yeah. concise. Unlike some other lions. <laughs> um, my blurb is from Richard Schickel. Schickel? Uh, Schickel? Uh, Stickle of fluoride. Uh, Shickles. Richard <laughs> Richard Shickles. Uh, Dick, Rich, Dick Shickles. Dick Shickles from uh, Time Magazine uh, stated that this must be the worst major release in what may be the most disastrous year in recent Hollywood history. <laughs> oh, Richard! If only you lasted at Time Magazine for twelve more years, you'd realize that there's more disastrous years to come for uh, the the Hollywood hit, uh, industry. 2008 is a good year for our podcast. Next year, yeah. next year is going to be a um, that's going to be 15 years. 15 years since uh, the collapse. So there's going to be a lot of movies for us to do next year. Uh, just just a couple. Jumper next year. Wow. Role models next year. Uh, I don't think that's under disaster no. movie. The happening we've already done. Semi pro we've already done. Yep. Uh, this movie called The Dark Knight we're definitely going to do. That movie's terrible. That movie sucks. Uh, and there's more. And there's, and there's more. more. I'm just teasing that for later. <laughs> and there's more. Uh, Ted, do you have a, a blurb? Yeah, mine's from Simon Morato of Quick Flicks. Ooh. And he just said, or Keanu Reeves, imagine taking the role of an emotionless extraterrestrial and having people applaud such ingenious casting. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect casting. Honestly. Uh, yeah, we'll get into the casting right now. Uh, one of my favorite trivias is Scott Derrickson said Keanu was his first choice. But then there's another story that Will Smith turned down the lead role, and then it was offered to Keanu. Yeah. Which means, was this almost after Earth before after Earth? Uh, yeah. Weird emotional emotionalist direction is, either way. Why we have Ted on the podcast. Should we put Keanu in after Earth? Should that be let's, it? Let's flip the roles. He, okay, so would have been so much better yeah. than Will in, in After Earth. No, so Will, Will Smith in this movie, and then Keanu in After Earth. Are both those movies better? They very well could be. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I think this is actually the perfect role for Keanu. <laughs> He's so good at just not emoting. Right. I don't know how he. I don't know how he does it. To be honest, we're gonna figure that out. Uh, uh, Ajibert, well, Hebert, uh, he, he stated uh, that this movie is two out of four stars. Uh, quote: All this is presented in an expensive, good-looking film that is well made by Scott Derrickson, but to no avail. Yeah, uh, very uh, boilerplate response for a very boilerplate boilerplate milk toast movie. He honestly hits it on the head in that you're if you watch this movie you're like wow that was actually like it was fun it was like well done yeah it was okay it just it was like it just didn't have any <laughs> there wasn't any story there it no was just pizzazz. like a movie for yeah. movie's sake yeah the pizzazz was FX and you can't lean on that we all we all know that yeah well enough FX has the movies but movies don't have the FX you know. Uh, fact. Uh, 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 now it's time to to to, to uh, you know just uh, just nick to the facts. Nick to the facts. Time to nick to the facts. Uh, this movie came out on 
December 12th, 2008, which was uh, Jennifer Connelly's 38th birthday when this movie came out. What so, a weird release date. She was looking she was looking 38 in this movie. We don't know. She seems to never age. She looks exactly the same in Top Gun, which we just watched. So <laughs> I don't know about you, mate, but I feel like I'm 38. Um, well, why was it released in December and December 12th of all dates? That makes the least amount of sense to me. I don't. I don't know. This shouldn't have been a Christmas movie. This for sure should have been a summer movie. Uh, when when the world ends, you want it to be in winter. But it wasn't winter in the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, but disaster movies, people are more likely to go see them when when they feel like they uh, when they the have end, the when end they is have a, a seasonal effectiveness yeah, disorder, yeah. whatever that's called. That's that's my that's my best guess. Ted thoughts. I, I it feels like a summer movie to me too. Like I feel like if I'm gonna get out of the heat and go and see some post-apocalyptic stuff, I yeah, that's that's the time I'd like to do it rather than cozying up and and watching, watching some aliens. You hey, know, Ted, it's a summer thing for me. Ted, did you see this movie for your birthday? Maybe you were uh, you were born you were born about t- ten about days, that month, t- ten days after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, after, I didn't see this one for my birthday. <laughs> born ten days after it came out, so you you were. Uh, a young, a thirteen-year-old boy <laughs> that we're talking to right now. Convinced my mom. It was like, "Hey, I know my birthday's in ten days, but I need to see Keanu." Right, so we're gonna go early. My voice matured at age ten. Uh, rated PG thirteen. Hour and forty-four minute runtime. Should have been a rated R movie, probably. Should have been PG. Yeah. I, I think you could have gotten away with PG. <laughs> you probably could have. Yeah. There's too much violence. There's too much violence. Uh, a lot of uh, more people die than you expect to die. Yeah. Uh, the tagline is 121208 is the day the earth stood still. That's I, good. That's pretty good. Love when they do that. That's okay. I'm a big fan of throwing the date that the movie comes out into the tagline. That's a nice uh, cli- Hollywood cliche, but I The like other it. the other tagline is he came to save the earth, not us. Dang. Both both, both good taglines. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that is quite the spoiler though. So <laughs> Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go star power with my tagline. Go right ahead. So I'm gonna go. Keanu Reeves is claw too. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's just what it says. <laughs> okay. Ted, Ted, you got a tagline for us? Yeah, mine was. Can humanity see the other side? Mm. Because they keep mentioning the other side. You know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that one. Um, I'm gonna do you both one better. Not only will I give you the the tagline, but I'll give you the poster. And the poster is that um, is that just that image of Keanu Reeves facing Kathy Bates. So you see Kathy Bates over the shoulder and looking at Keanu Reeves, and it just says above uh, uh, Keanu's head, "Your planet." That's it. With a question mark? Yeah, with a question mark. <laughs> That's real low context, but I think people might get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll totally get it. It's like, oh, that that begs the question. What do you mean, your planet? I have another, Who are you? Yeah, I have another one. Uh, winter is coming. Wow. Has that been used before? <laughs> well, technically, uh, technically, the books were released in 1997, <laughs> so uh, you're kind of violating a libel copyright there. Black keywords. Um, psychotronic film. What does that mean? That's a good question. So I looked it up. Did you? What did it say? No, I didn't look it up. All I did was look up other movies that have fallen into the psychotronic film tagline uh another one is dr strange and multiverse of madness uh jurassic world dominion spiderhead the batman hocus pocus the mist so i don't think i got anywhere on it to be honest uh the initial definition is films with low budget and crazy ideas about filmmaking i'm not sure that's true (laughs) yeah i think it's just schlock films like schlock sci-fi films okay um the other one's 
Military Humvee. So there's that. Uh, human yep. versus extraterrestrial. We're going to draft those later, I think, kind of. Kind uh, of. Night. They just gave night like this uh, movie. Like, like first night or like nighttime? Like nighttime. Okay. Like good night. Like night, night, as Steph, night. Curry, as Steph Curry would say. Night, night. And uh, helicopter gunship is the last one. I don't recall when that happened, but uh, they uh, <laughs> when they're when they're trying to trap the robot. Take our take guns out of our taglines. That's what I'm saying. Second Amendment, my ass. <laughs> yeah, my first my first amendment. <laughs> my first amendment <laughs> right rights is any, supersede your Second Amendment rights. Yeah, any plot keyword it <laughs> needs to be weird and unrelated to the movie. Eighty million dollar budget. Uh, safe to say it did not make that money back. What's your guess on how much money this made, Ted? Do you have a guess? Sixty. Sixty? Steven. Yeah. Steven, you have just budget? limped under. What the budget or what the take was? What the take was. The take was um like what, two hundred million? Worldwide? Worldwide. Worldwide made two thirty three. Wow. Uh but okay. in in America and Canada, seventy nine. Almost, uh, Ted was oh, okay. kind of right, almost limped in. Uh, a better description for psychotronic films, I'm coming back to that. Bulk of movies described are of cult or otherwise obscure nature. So, yeah, a lot of schlock films and a lot of uh, random movies. Yeah, well, I remember the song about it. Psychotronic, run, run away. Invasion USA, part of uh, psychotronic films. Oh, 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 trivia. My favorite part of this movie was when they make the acronym GORT. Um Hell yeah. Because that's what, that's what the name of that big robot is in this movie. Yep. That's actually the most memorable part of the movie and is hardly in the movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Gort. Need more Gort. Gort. More Gort. More Gort. Four more Gort. Four more Gorts. Four more Gorts. Yeah, just add four more Gorts. That'd be the... Uh, in the original movie, Gort was eight feet tall. In this film, he is 28 feet tall. And mm-hmm. uh, Gort stands for... Genetically... Organic... Uh, organic robotic, ro- robotic technology. <laughs> yeah. So... I loved me some Gort. I'm glad he murdered uh, Kyle Chandler. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that scene. Yep. Uh, did you, uh, was was that your favorite trivia, Ted? Did you have a favorite bit of trivia? So what's funny is my trivia, uh, Nick kind of like flew in the face of it. It says that Keanu was the only choice for Klaatu, and yeah. you're saying that Will Smith was a possible choice. Point that's, of contention. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Point of contention for trivia. We I need to know the, the answer. I wonder what the truth is. You get Derrickson on the horn. We'll find out. You know, I'm following up on that. What, you know what it is? Oh, I mis I misread the trivia. That's my fault. That's my fault. Keanu was oh, okay. the first choice, but um, this was a reference to the Matrix in which Will Smith uh, turned see, down yes. the role. There's your. There it is. There it is. We're gonna my have to fault. Cut That's all my fault. Our, We're gonna have to edit that debate out. <laughs> entirely out because it makes disinformation. Will Smith better or worse than Keanu in the Matrix? Typical white male. I think he's worse. <laughs> Um, my, my bit of trivia is, is, is unique because it, um, it's actually part of, uh, I think, I think Nick's take on why, uh, Keanu did this. So at Reeves's insistence, the line Klaatu Barada Nikto was added to the script after initially being omitted. The line was, Klaatu Barada Nikto being part of the original, uh, movie. The line was recorded many times and was decided to combine two recordings. One where Reeves said it normally and a reverse wor- version where he said the line backwards, creating a quote unquote alien effect. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's almost like they're an alien. So magical. Uh, David Lynch must be proud. Yeah, I thought I thought Klaatu Barada Nikto was something backwards. Otkin Abdurab. No, it's nothing backwards. Yep. yep. Nope. You're incorrect. Utlak. Uh, the who's who's it, who did this movie? Who's to blame? 
Scott Derrickson directed this movie. An, an actual um, good director, I would fairly, say. Fairly, fairly strong was, director. Yeah, strong director is a good word for it. Uh, directed Doctor Strange, the OG. Uh, Steven's top five favorite Marvel movie. Definitely. Sinister, uh, Deliver Us from Evil. Exorcism of Emily Rose and the upcoming uh, just released Black Phone with uh, yeah. with our guy Ethan Hawke, Hawk. who is yeah. also in Sinister. So there you go, a, a second time collaborator. Um, you know, callback, callback to Cameron and uh, Winslet. So shout out to that guy, uh, the writer of this movie, David Scarpa. David Scarpa, don't know who he is, Nick. You want to? Uh, He's he go uh, deep on him? penned the screenplay for the upcoming Napoleon. Who uh, is Napoleon? Starring our guy. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. That, Kyle's guy. That might be interesting. Yeah, Kyle's guy. Still, most missed opportunity was uh, uh, Danny DeVito playing Napoleon. Um, still, yeah, forever. Forever a missed opportunity there. Ted, how tall are you, uh, if you want it on record? Uh, I don't know. I'm 5'9", but I think Napoleon was maligned to like he was actually just normal height, right? He yeah, thanks, like Ted. Thanks, Ted. Yeah, thanks, history nerd. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yell at Ted. He was 5'6", five, 5'6". Six, five, six. Yeah, he's 5'6", yeah, which is bad. average. No, it was average. Yeah, average. It was, but you're back right. Then, that, back then, average. It was sure. a uh, propaganda ploy by the British uh, government to say that. he was. He's actually 5'3". Uh, the person who showed your height, Ted, was uh, Adolf Hitler. He was 5'9". So Great. congrats on oh. that. Yeah, who's problematic <laughs> yeah. now, Nick? Uh, no crew um i wanted to say this uh, the cinematographer david tattersall or as i like to call him dater david tatters all over the place he did the star wars prequels he's worked with frank darabont he's worked with um uh he's worked with the wachowskis speaking of matrix he's worked with uh uh uh, uh adam wingard for for death note he did uh, uh theodore rex future contender uh he worked with terry jones he worked with simon west he was the cinematographer for con air Wow. Paul W.S. Anderson for Soldier worked on all the prequels with George Lucas. Uh, yeah, just man, this guy is just everywhere. Is he an Oscar winner? He is a journeyman. Uh, I don't think so. Nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award, though. Oh, congrats to him on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for Young Indiana Jones. And he, oh, he directed the um, uh, the the pilot, or he he was the cinematographer for the pilot for uh, The Walking Dead. So there, there you go. go. There you go. Frank Darabont. Uh, acting in this movie, this is where we cover our um, Academy Award winner for the film. Kathy Bates in this movie, she she's the only Academy Award winner on this film. So yep. congrats to her. Um, also in this movie, Keanu Reeves playing Klaatu. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly, Jaden Smith, Did Kyle they give Chandler. him a human name? I thought they named him like Jim. I thought they did too. Uh, Kyle Chandler, John Hamm, James Hong, uh, RIP, recently. Right, James Hong from I don't I don't recognize James Hong. James Hong from um from Kurt Russell Chinatown. Oh no, he's he's still alive. James Hong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Big Trouble, Little China, everything, everywhere, all at once. He's grandpa on it. Oh, e- yeah. e- e- I uh, thought he just passed. Okay, few. E A A O. Uh, I must have gotten it mixed up with James Khan, who did just pass. So R.I.P. James Khan. Uh, Robert Nepper, who plays somebody named T Bone in something. That's what I T-bag. remember. T Bag. <laughs> from T Bag uh, Prison, Prison Break. Break. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's always good to see T Bag again. Uh, and John Cleese also in this movie as a um, scientist, or, old professor, or, or, old professor, old, old professor, professor, problematic John Cleese. Uh, moving on, <laughs> movie plot according to Rotten Tomatoes. Glatu Keanu Reeves, an extraterrestrial visitor to planet Earth, becomes the herald of, of upheaval. 
on a global scale. As the world governments and scientists race to understand what is happening and how to stop it, Dr. Helen Benson, Jennifer Connolly, and her stepson come to understand the chilling ramifications behind Klaatu's statement that he is a friend to the Earth. It's uh, like, uh, uh, we're here to serve man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Twilight Zone? No. To serve man? It's a cookbook. We're here to serve man. Uh, yeah, it just blew your mind. Ali- aliens <laughs> land. They're like, we're here to serve man. Podcast, <laughs> we're here to eat you. <laughs> podcast over. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, pretty succinct uh, uh, plot description, more yeah. or less. Uh, I just thought of how they how they could add um, Will Smith in the movie. Have a picture of uh, Jennifer Connelly, Jaden, and Will Smith. Yeah, there you go. They probably didn't want to pay. Go. They didn't want to pay Will for that one picture. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know we're not doing this as a game later, but uh, easy, easy, easy uh, prequel um, uh, for this is just Independence Day. And then uh, uh, Will Smith just marries Jennifer Connelly, breaks up with Vivica Fox, and then his kid is uh, then has Jaden Smith. Well, Viv- Vivica dies. Oh, yeah, there you go. And then he yeah. remarries Jennifer Connelly, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, they have a newborn. Then another that. alien, yeah, it happens. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, the, in, yeah, the Independence Day <laughs> aliens being like the actual, like, we're, we're the army. Oh, Independence Day may be drafted. Maybe drafted in the upcoming uh, draft. Uh, You're making a scene. There's only one that really I enjoyed. It was when uh, uh, Gort Gort degortifies and becomes uh, (laughs) some locusts. And then the locust just eats everything. And so he eats the guy that's that's trying to like, what what was he trying to do in there? Like clean him? Fixing the drill bit. Fixing the drill bit. Yeah, fixing the drill bit. The poor kid. I uh, didn't have a chance. Yeah, it gets ate up. So the so the army sergeant uh, just says this facility is sealed, and so he dies. And then everybody else in the laboratory tries to leave, and they can't because the army sergeant locked everything. Yep. To try to hold everything. Yep. And uh, and then he just says the last line: "This facility is sealed," and that's it. And they all get they all get bugified. All of that's true. I'm glad. Uh, was it weird seeing Kyle Chandler as the as like the military guy and John Hamm as like the the Pro scientist guy. They both don't fit as scientists, to be honest. Like, I think they're like government adjacent. They're both government guys, but uh, John Hamm wasn't like the bad government guy, which he tends to play more often than not. I guess, or like the F. He tends to be like the FBI guy, not like the um, not like the guy who gathers the scientists and like helps out and is science right. forward. Well, if he was a scientist, he should have been like part of the 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 U.S. Army like science team. Well, you know, he should have been wearing fatigues, but still having like the voice of science reason. Either one of them, because Chandler or or uh, John Hom didn't uh, John Hom d- didn't really uh, emphasize that they were they were like you said they were acting more like tough guys than smart guys. The real are you for real for this movie is why was it so boring? Ted, do you have any theories of why this movie was so boring? I don't. It, like they had all the ingredients to make it a non-boring movie. You know, with the with Gort and. And alien invasion and mystery of landing in New York and all that. And yet, every time I was watching it, I had to rewind because I just zone out through a whole scene. Mm-hmm. Half the movie was just, a, yeah. half the movie was a road trip between him, Jennifer Connelly, and Jane Smith. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yes. what where they were going. All over the place. They went to an orchard. They ended up in an orchard. And I was like, "How is this where we got to?" Yeah, yeah. This isn't right. I didn't want Fuji's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just lame. And then the whole product placement of like McDonald's, hanging out at McDonald's, uh, driving Buicks. Um, there was another one that I missed. I think there was like a Coca Cola reference, which was really weird. Um, it was just it was just I don't know, boring and then like really unnecessary. A lot of the scenes. This movie could have easily been an hour twenty five and been twice as compelling. I agree. 
It uh, it could have moved a little faster. There was a lot of plot that just led to different places for no reason. Like John Cleese was the most uh, maddening one because he just shows up. They just show up at his house and then he shows up and then they have like a three minute conversation and that's the end. And he's yeah. f- he's fifth billing on the on the movie, which is crazy to me. Jaden Jaden Loki, the worst part of this movie, not because of his acting. He was acting like a great ki- a great kid who has no idea and was a. Uh, Copaganded to as a young child, helicopaganded. Yeah, so <laughs> so he he That's was just term. like, we gotta kill, we gotta kill this guy, we gotta kill this guy. He was he. They're vi- the good guys. Video game brain, you know. He mm-hmm. he was like, these are the good guys. I gotta call the cops. Little did he know, you're never supposed to call them, you know, unless of course you Top need to. Quiz, hot shot. You know what are you gonna do? But the go- the government isn't gonna help you, little boy. Okay. Yeah, he don't care. He don't give a shit about you. Yeah. If anything, he he could care less about you, so they can get the 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 life insurance policy back from your dead army dad. Yeah, he had some SBS, some sad boy syndrome. He was really throwing his army dead army dad under the bus too, just being like, "My dad would kill you, my dad." And then Jennifer Connelly every time was just like, "Don't well, say your dad's it. dead. Don't say that. Don't say that." And then <laughs> she never said like, "Your dad wouldn't kill him." So I'm thinking maybe his dad wasn't you know the best guy. <laughs> yeah, he probably uh, you know he might have deserved a. a uh, maybe he was like uh, friendly fired because he was such a dick. Yeah, Ted, <laughs> Ted, you're a Jaden expert uh, for the podcast. <laughs> what, what do you What do you sure. think? <laughs> I think that he did as well as he could, but all the lines made him like really unpleasant. <laughs> like I felt like every, every time there should have been that childlike wonder of like let's believe the alien or like let's make friends. You know what I mean? Like such a pessimist. The usual yeah. child role. Yeah. They just were like, no, Jaden's gonna say we should kill him. Annoying Jaden alert. <laughs> every, yeah, just yeah, brutal. Yeah, yeah just imagine imagine ET the movie, but Drew Barrymore says, "Let's kill this little bu- <laughs> bastard." <laughs> like I want to believe through Jaden, not like fight against him. He's like taking the government line. I'm not siding with like a, a child's general. mind. I'm sorry. In this yeah. case, I am not siding with the child's mind because his logic is flawed. <laughs> He's like, well, uh, Facebook told me that the aliens are here to take our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook told me to blame it on George Soros. That is that is a good point. That is a good point. The the child like even when like uh, Jaden was like supposed to bring Keanu around like to save bring him around. Uh, uh, oh, turn his mind around. Turn his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. change his mind. Yeah. Like he wasn't doing a great job. He was just like he's crying over his dead dad. Yeah, he was just That's like it. he's like I know we can go to the cemetery. You can bring my dad back. <laughs> That'll yeah. convince you just that that humans are cool. Yeah. Bring back the guy that I said would kill you ten times. <laughs> that 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 shows you my humanity and and my uh, compassion for other life forces. Sheesh, yeah. though. Sheesh. Uh, can we talk about the other the other scene, which is the 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 companion to the facility is sealed scene? Um, when the locusts escape out of the army base, and um, and Teabag the colonel just decides to just shoot bullets at at a cloud of insects. That makes that makes the most sense, I think, out of all this movie of why it doesn't work. He's yeah. like, yeah, that's a great. It's it didn't act like a final stand. Like you, you think you. It was paced like, oh, maybe they have a chance here. They didn't have no fucking chance here. Firing M sixties and and missiles at clouds of alien metal locusts. And the the my favorite part of how uh, how realistic it was that the president would just not be involved in any of this. He would just be in a bunker hiding Senator. for his life, telling uh, telling the Secretary of State Kathy Bates just being like. Kathy, you're the one out there. You yeah, you gotta. <laughs> you need to bomb the shit out of everything, Kathy. 
I'm gonna go have a cheeseburger. <laughs> um, yeah, that really that really rang true for me that they would just send uh, poor Kathy Bates out poor there Kathy to Bates. to be on the front lines as yeah. as the Earth. AKA overweight Hillary Clinton because that's that's basically <laughs> what, what what she looks like. I'm sorry. And it's the right year because it's 2008. And she's just hanging her head nine times out of ten. She's like, I can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't it wasn't real understanding in the beginning, but then no. she she did come around. Uh Ted, uh, uh, talk about some real good stuff if you want. Uh hang on. Before we go, I have one more quick are you for real? It was the one oh, that stood that. out to me most. Uh so you know when the the ship well, we now know is the ship is approaching Earth, and they're like, it's going ten to the, you know, three to the tenth, <laughs> to the seventh, or like some what insane. What a weird speed. number, yeah. <laughs> and they and they collect all the scientists from around the world, and they bring them in a helicopter one mile away from like the impact site yep. of this huge, like supposed to be like world-ending event. And I'm just like, so what was your plan here if it didn't slow down? <laughs> like, you you collect all these scientists, and you're like, we need you. To be as close to the blast zone of this like horrid meteor strike yeah. and just instantly be dead. Yeah. Just, and they were telling like the smallest thing, like put them in. Go ahead. Put them in a bunker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You, you know they're smart minds. They don't care about smart minds. That's why the president's in the bunker. Um, but they the the whole um, accompanying like phone call that that Jennifer Conley made to Jaden Smith uh, or or her getting informed that it's going to be like seventy eight minutes before the before the ship lands, yeah. I was trying to see, yeah. and I and I thought this was correct. When I pressed pause, right when they said that, there was like seventy eight minutes left in the movie. It's like, oh, like in the actual, like in the actual, like runtime without credits. It's like, oh, okay. this might be. They might have just, they might have just did that. Oh, I love it when movies do that. Uh, they gave her a lot of power. She must be a great scientist. Super, she she super was like, cool. she was like. No. Talking to the the alien, and she was an <laughs> astrophysicist, or she was a, I guess a, a, a str- not an astronomist, astronomist, something like that. I don't know, but we didn't see any Somebody of those other microbiology as well. Oh yeah, know, she's yeah. a microbiologist, uh, ed, 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 an astro astrological microbiologist. We didn't see any of the other that. scientists yeah. ever again. That's for sure. Yep, yep. They all got they all got locusted. They gone. Yeah, good stuff though. I think we're I think we're good. Uh, yeah, I liked um. The scene in the diner, in the McDonald's diner. <laughs> the diner, a.k.a. the McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was that was my favorite part of the movie by far. I like that um, uh, Mr. Wu had uh, a servant. That was pretty cool. This is his grandkid. <laughs> How? He don't, have any, he don't have any human DNA? Yeah, he does. They are basically humans. <laughs> basically? What they're, does that even mean? <laughs> they're born from placentas. They, they steal our DNA. Remember? Because uh, he stole the DNA, I, I like but the, that doesn't mean he, he is. Said, he said grandpa. To the, oh, yeah. I, re, I rewatched it this morning. He, he says grandpa. He adopted that. He adopted that. <laughs> <laughs> just like, uh, oh, yeah, just like Jennifer Connelly and uh, yeah, Jaden. Jaden. Yeah, Could yeah, you yeah. imagine? Is there a more mismatched uh, <laughs> mother son in Hollywood than, that, than Jennifer Connelly and Jaden Smith? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I did like when she was, uh, um, when she said, like, why aren't you in school? He's like, school's canceled, lady. <laughs> like, like, they, yeah, on what? the count of the alien invasion. <laughs> what, are you, what are you, dumb? <laughs> Anything else was good for you, Stephen? I mean, the FX were probably the, the where the majority of the budget went, and and with good reason. Like, you needed to, ha- I guess, you needed to have those effects. Um, and then, then like I mentioned earlier, Keanu being Keanu, like uh, it was probably the the most complicated yet easiest role for Keanu Reeves, next to uh, uh, Ted Theodore Logan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so let's just go straight into it. who who was who worked and who didn't who was best in the movie for you. 
For me, it's it's Keanu. Uh, for sure, work the best. Um, uh, he, he was the the best actor of the film, which is uh, something to say when he plays an emotionless alien. Uh, the worst is a toss up between Jaden and, and Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, like she had the presence, she didn't have the substance. And Jaden, it was the exact opposite. He had uh, he had all the substance, <laughs> just the wrong presence. Yeah, he he did bring the wrong vibe to the movie. I, I'll I'll just go ahead and agree with you i think those are right um honorable mention for worst would uh be kyle chandler i like t t-bag did it was is great as he's like a, he's good tough guy he's good as a general like that one of those big types. napoleon complex yeah, just type like, guy hey bring down the rain on him my soul patch says to bomb him to hell <laughs> uh brandon t williams in that scene too I oh that's too. right yeah uh, yeah 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 i thought he died but he didn't ted who worked for you and who did not um, yeah, no, best for me was Keanu and, and it's, it's honestly, we're saying the same things. It's worse for Jaden. I thought Kathy did her job as like a unlikable secretary of state. And, and I could say the same for Jaden. I just liked Kathy better. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah, that's, that's friends, are, friends are defoe, Stephen. Where are you putting, uh, are we retiring this? I, we, we were, but now it's back. It's back. All yeah, right. It, we tried and it's like Defoe's Willem, acting Willem Defoe persisted. Yeah, he's persisting on getting his egot. I understand it. Uh, Friends or Defoe recasting Couch uh, instead of Kyle Chandler. Uh, give me, give me, uh, give me David Schwimmer. I like that. Yeah, yeah, because he's more of a he's more of a scientist, but he's more of a whiny scientist, and I yeah. think that's what was needed more than tough guy scientists. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll throw uh, Willem Defoe in there as um, in the John Cleese role. That'd be pretty good. It's more believable. Talking I'd like science. him with a beard, uh, one of the, a nice wool sweater. Yeah, he seems like a real Einstein-y type, just like eccentric. Drinking tea, smoking yeah. a cigar, or yeah. smoking a, a, a cigarilla. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Uh, Ted, uh, do you have a, a spot for either any character from Friends or Defoe? Yeah, I chose Willem Defoe as the Kyle Chandler role, um, mainly for the scene when he locks that, that you know drill tech in, the, in with Gort just to see Willem Dafoe just be like, leave him, <laughs> and then try, try to escape on his own. Yeah, with his eyes. Just say, yeah. I say what protocol is. Avenge me! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the way to make this fresh, uh, Ted, you talked about it, make Jaden uh, the, the childlike wonder. Mm-hmm. Maybe have them have a closer relationship with the alien. More E.T., yeah, less just like Independence up. Day. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, and it fixes this movie. And it, and it would give it makes uh, Keanu's mind uh, mind changing more uh, more believable because I think all that made him change his mind was just like Jaden crying and uh, and or like a couple conversations with people. <laughs> like that, yeah. that was really what got him there. Okay, and now it's time for the games portion of the evening. We're going to do a real rotten draft. It's a real rotten draft. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna draft alien invasion movies. So this is extremely vague. I was thinking about putting some um, some standards on it, but in the end, I decided let's just go with what we got. Yep, I'm with everything's it. on the board. I think the only rule is the alien has to invade Earth. Yes, no Not, vice versus. No vice versus. So Avatar is out. So Avatar is out because we all know that would be first overall pick. Um. <laughs> I'm going to randomize an order now. Ted, did you do any um, any strategizing for this draft? Uh, I put down like 10 or 12, 
And if those dry up, I'll be going off the cuff. That's about all I did. Okay, okay. that sounds about right. Um, here we go. I'm putting in the order. We're each drafting five. Steven, Nick, and Ted. And the draft order is... Ted, first pick overall, snake draft style. Uh, Nick is second, and Steven hot on dog. the hot turn, the hot, hot corner. corner. Hot corner. Love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, well, um, Start off, I think Ted. First overall in my pick. opinion, there's like a, <laughs> yeah, a pretty easy first pick. Uh, the thing. Oh, there you go. Ted, we're, Ted we're does calling it, it back. No? He did it. He really did it's it. Like perfect alien invasion movie. It's pretty darn good. It's pretty darn good. We, we, you know, and there was only one person who could stop that alien. And who was Ted? It's Kurt Russell. It's goddamn Kurt Russell. <laughs> Fucking right. F and A, Cotton. F and A. F and A, Cotton. F and A. Whew. All right, Nick, what's your first overall? There's a lot of movies. There's a lot of good There's a lot of movies. Lot I think this is going to be pretty... Um, pretty this, contentious. This draft is going to be more like... I, I think that we'll have less overlap than what we think because there's just so many involved. right. right. So, I guess I'm going to choose a classic one off the top, one that might be on other people's lists. I'm going to go, and it, 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 we just celebrated the day, Independence Day. I wow, think it's just a classic, uh, classic yeah, alien yeah. invasion movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's 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 pretty good, I guess. Um, no, that's a classic. Yeah, you're right. It's a classic on many levels. Um, uh, I want to throw Alex's pick out here first. Uh, he says Animorphs. Um, not a movie, not a show, just a book. It's a TV show. It was a TV show. Uh, Nickelodeon. I didn't realize Animorphs was aliens invading, though, because they, yeah. they're aliens oh, yeah, in your books, dude. The yeah, y- the Yurks. Don't be a Yurk. I guess I didn't read any of the books. I thought they were just like a weird evolution thing, like a a werewolves. Yerk. Like they just turned into werewolves. No, they get the special powers from that from that centaur-like uh, alien cr- critter, um, and then they they can they can transform into animals, but only for an hour. And that's what happens to their friend. He doesn't he doesn't change back within an hour, and he's forever a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias. Oh, the hawk. Hang on, it sounds like. You have some experience. How many books did you get into, Stephen? Did you read them all? Uh, I read about ten or twelve. Pretty sure. Okay. The only okay. one I remember vividly is when the girl, um, the girl who uh, frequently turns into an elephant, always wears um, leotards because it stretches. <laughs> so there's an elephant and a leotard just just destroy a car dealership and just other shit like that. Is is very good. Okay. Um, my number one overall pick then Steven is even back to back. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be uh, it's it's gonna be a good one, and it's gonna be something you didn't think about until I say it, and it's a motherfucking Edge of Tomorrow slash Live Die Repeat. Edge of Tomorrow, yeah, such a, a great invasion movie because uh, not only is it action packed, great storyline, great concept. You have uh, Tom Cruise in a very uh, surprising role as a. as a big old wussy boy. A good movie, good movie, good movie. Uh, number two. Hmm. So this might be a toss-up for me, but I think I'm gonna have to roll with it's another action-packed movie. Oh, you know, no. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna give it to District Nine. Uh, Neil Blomkamp. District Nine. It's Vicky's. Vicky's Vendemi. Vicky. Chip it. Chip it. With Charlton Copley <laughs> and uh, just the uh, fantastic action sequences. Another fantastic concept uh, that has a lot of undertones, a la Avatar. Um, but in this case, it takes place in South Africa, so Americans don't care about this movie. I remember that movie. Uh, 
Like it, it was, it was quite the movie when quite it came the out. movie. Yeah, yeah. indeed. And that, yeah, it, huge. It falls into the subcategory of something that I'm going to explore f- with my next pick as well, in which um, an alien thing comes and hovers over the ground. Yeah, there you go. It no, doesn't subcat. doesn't really do anything. Yeah. You know, it just ends up coming down and just chilling, which uh, Day of the Earth still also fits in that category. Yep. Okay, uh, my next pick, I got to go with my Hort. My Hort wants me to speak to these aliens. I know what it's going to be. With my girl, Amy Adams, by my side. Yep, there you uh, go. Arrival. Yep, yep. Arrival is my next pick by pretty D- good. with Denis. Um, just, a, just a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, on rewatch. All around great. Is it a rewatchable? Yep. Hmm, I'm going to have to rewatch it. It's good because then you uh, you you know the twist later, and then you can like see see yeah, how kind it all of happens. Twist. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. how the twist exactly. Okay, so then you can watch it twice and be fun. Yep. Uh, Ted, your your second and your third pick. Okay. Uh, second pick for me is the original Predator with Arnold. Hmm. It's just a it's just a real nice alien invasion movie. Um, so is that yeah. classified he, as an invasion because he's just there? I, well, they're on Earth, you know. Right. And they're, so, yes, it's a small strike force. I mean, it does. Does the number of aliens quantify it as an invasion? No, because uh, the thing was only one alien. But that's like an entity that can take yeah. uh, take over many other things. I think aliens coming to Earth is an alien invasion movie. It's just the one. That's only my point of contention. It's just him because he's like hunting. It's what the predator's doing. But whatever. It's I'll, an al- I'll, I'll accept it. I'll a- accept it's it. an alien invading. What's he invading? Earth. He's invading the, <laughs> but he's not staying there. He's just grabbing some skulls and bouncing. Yeah, that sounds like a, sounds like an invasion. Sounds like an attack. <laughs> Alien attack. This is what this is what I knew was going to happen. This is why. This is. No. I'll accept it. We're accepting it. Ted. Begrudgingly. Okay. That, that means Perfect. that and means more we'll... stuff is on the table. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, we're moving into number three then. Um, slightly more. Entities, still not a ton, and that's going to be M. Night's Signs. Dang, he did it. He took it. I knew it was going to be taken quick if yeah. I didn't grab it. Yeah. It's it's just, you know, it was one of those movies that I've seen like tw- 20 times for some reason. Andrew Kretz is one of his very favorites, so. Absolutely uh, watchable movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, super creeped out the first time you see it, you know, walk across that hedge. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great movie. Yep. Yep. Good point. Signs, great. Signs, great. Um, si- All signs point to Yes. Oh man, a lot of only three picks left for me. How do I how do I distribute them? I think I think now that I have I have a, a '90s action joint. I got a '2000s one. I want to get one old school that I uh, I saw for the first time last year or two years ago during the pandemic and uh, thought was excellent. I'm going to go. With that later, I'm going to go E.T. is my next pick. <laughs> that is not an invasion movie. I'm sorry to tell you that. You're done. Get it's out of here. It's almost the same as Predator. We're it's really almost, stretching this invasion it's pick. same as Predator. Is one alien coming down, having a good time. E.T. <laughs> no, please. I'll take anything else. Okay, fine. E.T. off the table. I'll go back to my what I was leading up to. I'll go Invasion of the Body Snatchers, there you the, go. Ni- 1978. Okay. That's yep. not bad. A San Francisco movie, too. Yeah, San Francisco Treat. Uh, so it's my number three, right? Yep. Three and four. Tree four. I was trying to think of an older movie, but I don't think I want to do that now. Yeah, fuck that. We're going to talk about older movies next, so I think that <sighs> we're going to re- each reboot our own uh, old my number three 
will it have to be Mars Attacks? Classic ensemble schlock, uh, schlock remake movie, but it's not a remake because it's an actual original film. And it's literally, it says it in the title, Mars is attacking. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's a straight up invasion with them <laughs> uh, aliens. Uh, iconic looking aliens. Iconic too, so. looking aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Great graphics for being a ni- late 90s movie. Uh, my number four. I'm doing the last two four. The last two are going to be deep cuts for sure. So number four, uh, four and five are going to be uh, toss ups. Well, in your five, your five, you're uh, not doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but but that I'm just alluding to it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So number four is going to have to be. I have to give me give me ten seconds to confirm. Oh shit. Hmm. Yeah. You know what? Forget it. Number four is actually a, a very popular film. It's a Pacific Rim. <laughs> Pacific Rim? <laughs> yeah. Pacific Rim. The battle sequences are really good. Idris Elba's really good. Uh, Charlie Hunnam's really good. Okay, well, I have a question. Is, uh, is that an alien invasion movie? Don't, Alternate, they just, don't they just come out of the trench? No, from a dimension. There's oh, a dimensional portal. There's a dimension mm, in the yeah. trench. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So you're a big kaiju guy. Big kaiju, big battle. Wow. Like the mechs, like the mech warriors. Didn't uh, know you were a kaiju guy. At least this this one. I didn't watch the sequel because uh, the sequel is apparently really bad. Um, but this is a good movie. I love the battle sequences. Um, love the love the the twists about them getting bigger and taking more energy to take them out. And you got to go for the cores for different where their hearts are. They got like multiple hearts. That's how they survive. Yeah, good, good, uh, good premise. Uh, Nick, what's your four? Uh, Do I put there's ah man, there's just so many, there's just so many movies and so few spots. I'm gonna have to go with the other Will Smith option, the one that I love. After Earth. After Earth. (laughs) No. No, they're they're reinvading Earth in that in that time. No, I'm going with uh, Men in Black, the first one. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, it's good. It's just iconic. It's yeah. bureaucratic invasions. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's legal invasions. Legal invasions. Legal alien invasions. Yeah, that <laughs> the alien is trying to take over. I don't or, care if you try to evade her. Just go through the proper channels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it is it an alien invasion movie? Maybe not. Kinda, uh, kinda. The first one for sure. I first think. one where he he's, com- he's coming to get he's coming to destroy Earth technically, right? Same with Laura Flynn Boyle. She just act, she lands on any planet and be, and becomes a world destroyer. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I the, actually like Men the Roach too, for sure. Yeah, a the, lot. but yeah. the 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 bug guy, yeah, e- Egger. He's trying to get to the little necklace to destroy two planets, right? He's going to galaxy. He's going to destroy Earth too, though, yep. right? Okay, cool. Earth, uh, Earth, long away. And I think that's that's a that's impending doom. I think that counts. Yeah, yeah. we'll count it. Okay, Ted, your last, your final two picks. Okay, so now Stephen wiped me out with both Mars Attacks and Pacific Rim. Oh yeah, we're gonna be <laughs> oh wow my two my two final picks. So I'm gonna scrape the bottom of the barrel here, but you'll have to, uh, you got to let me know if the fifth one doesn't fly because I got another one. Um, number four is gonna be the end of the Cornetto trilogy, World's End. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Still haven't seen it, but I heard it's great. Uh, that that's, it is. That, it's great. Definitely, uh, an I'm a sucker for all three of those movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, so see it if you haven't. It's great. Uh, and then number five, you got to let me know if this works. And it's going to be Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2. Uh, in the original Japanese, they are space aliens who control Mechagodzilla yep. in that one. Yep, <laughs> and, I agree. Uh, and Godzilla's the Earth, Earth protector. So so yep. dive into more on how you found out about this movie. Oh, I, I 
you know, a couple times in my life have done the deep dive and watched like 30 Godzilla movies. Oh my so yeah, <laughs> I'm fully a couple of times in your life. <laughs> yeah, don't, I can't say why, but yeah. Who's the Kaiju fan now? Yeah. It's no, I, I was going to pick Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I know. I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, well, I'm, Ted, I'm you. disappointed. You didn't pick Jimmy Neutron, uh, <laughs> which With Martin know. short as the bad guy, which is an all time. Yeah. An all time alien invasion movie that I, I also am not going to pick. Sadly, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I did want to throw it in at my number five. I might just go uh, go for fun one. I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore Marvel. Good for you. I think we all we are you gonna you are you gonna I'm you're, not picking. A you're Marvel. not gonna pick a Marvel. I, I would think about Endgame, but I, I'm not I'm not trying to get in that territory. That doesn't count. Uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, another one I was thinking mm. about, but doesn't technically count because it's it's just during an alien invasion. It's not aliens mm. invading. In that, that part, that, that what? That's the same thing. That's not. That's not mutually exclusive. No, not not Cloverfield. Ten Cloverfield yeah. Lane. Ten Cloverfield Lane happens during the same time as all of that. Yeah, but there's no aliens in that in the movie. There's They're only in the one ship. one in the very beginning, but the rest of it, it's mostly like a human movie. Right, but there, but that's like the that's the thing is like that's the big point of conflict is is there an actual alien invasion or not? Is there is there something going on outside or not? And then she goes outside and it turns out there is something going on. Yeah. So like, come on. I don't know. I, I would count it. Uh, I don't know. It's a good movie. Great movie. Great movie. I'm gonna go instead with uh, the faculty. That's a yeah. That's a great movie. Just rewatched Robert Rodriguez, um, Josh Hartnett. Pretty fun. John Stewart getting poked in the eye with a pencil. Yep, it's, pretty, it's a real alien. Nice. It's a great alien invasion movie. Yep. Um, so I think it really fits the category. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick it in. Yeah, there. teenage angst uh, defined in a, in a in a alien invasion. Yep. Who would have knew? So that's my uh, that's my final choice. Okay. Uh, my number five is going to be the the darling of this podcast a few years ago, and that is in the vast of night. Yep, uh, great choice. Great yeah, choice, that was my choice. number five choice. That's if you haven't a, seen it, please was, watch. It. I was a, that was on my short list too. Yep. I should yep. have picked it there because it's sort of an alien invasion. Like they're they're snatching Ted, people. Ted, up. Have you seen Vast of Night? I haven't. Yeah, well, you gotta watch it. Watch it tonight. Yeah, yeah, watch it tonight. <laughs> it's so good. Especially living in a rural area, you're gonna really uh, uh, crap your pants. Very good. Okay. It's very good. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh, honorable mention: The Endless, which was my other indie choice. Uh, watch that if you haven't had a chance. It's uh, on honorable choice for me: Quiet Place. Yeah, uh, that's on my list. On my list. Didn't choose. Probably, if if any of us had chose Quiet Place, we might have won the poll. Yeah, probably. Looks pretty even. We'll see. Uh, I think Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla really doomed Ted at the end of his poll. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be number two because the first one doesn't have aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wrote number two at the end. That's that's what's really going to doom you because it's not even the first one. That's so funny. <laughs> now it's time for the second game real quick. We're going to reboot a 50s or old sci-fi. Re-re-reboot. Steven, do you have uh, which movie you would want to reboot? So yeah. The, uh, not uh, not available for this is Body Snatchers. Yep. The Thing. Yep. Or Day the Earth Stood yep. Still. I think the rest is fair game. Yeah, the rest is fair game. So mine is going okay. to be um, uh, more of an homage than anything else. Um, it's going to be directed and written by um, The Lonely Island, and it's going to be uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space, and it's going to be just as schlocky, just as cheesy, just as low budget as the 50s movie, but over overtly intentional to, uh, like, uh, uh, what's the... What's the show that they made? The rock and roll. The the guy who is the rock and roll 
T Rex, Rock and Roll Rex, the, uh, from the <laughs> Netflix thing, Kung Fu Rex. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. No, I have no idea. What you're oh my about. God, uh, they made like this uh, fake '80s uh, cop movie. Uh, God, Lonely Island, uh, Lonely Island Netflix short. I'm gonna pull this up. Uh, there was before the Bash Brothers, so they did another thing. God damn it! I'm gonna look this up. But yeah, it's it's basically just overtly cheesy, overtly, um, you know, problematic, but in a satirical way. And uh, yeah, it's aliens invading uh, Hollywood on paper plate flying saucers, and they're resurrecting the dead. And the dead—that's how they take over Earth—is with zombies. So it's aliens turning people into zombies and also invading Earth at the same time. Okay. Great concept. Yeah. No wonder it didn't make a lot and, of money. And the Lonely Island does it? Yeah, Lonely okay. Island does it. Directed by Akiva Goldsman. That reminds me of another alien invasion uh, we didn't do is They Live, uh, the John Carpenter. Mm, honorable Mensch. Yeah. Honorable Mensch. Okay. Hey, uh, kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out to bubblegum. Ted, uh, what, uh, what movie are you rebooting? Oh, now, hang on. Confury. It's just any sci-fi movie... That I can reboot, right? It doesn't have to be from the fifties. Yeah, the older the better, but we'll let you do whatever. I was, yeah. by the way, it's, it's oldish. Um, I would like to see a remake of Contact, one of my very favorite sci-fi movies, hmm. and and I would just like the universe explored more, or even just remake the damn thing right back. But I just want more of it. The Jodie Foster uh, Contact, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking who, of Kung who, Fury. By who the do way. you see? Uh, who do you see in that movie? Who who star who name one star? So it's got to be. So Jodie Foster did such a great job that the lead would be hard for me to recast. But there is kind of a uh, I don't know if you remember the male scientist who's who's constantly taking credit for her work. <laughs> um, and I, and I have to do some thinking into that. See, I'm I'm terrible with the actors' names off the top, but you can just enter yeah, I'll, in I'll any yeah. like white snivelly attention grabbing actor i'm sorry who's this white snivelly attention grabbing actor name one the uh, timothy chalamet <laughs> <laughs> chalamet Ch- chalamet is who you need to star in this movie to get it rebooted yeah if he signs on you're good yeah but i mean if, if you haven't seen contact in a minute it's it's so good it holds up okay well i'll have to rewatch contact it was written by Carl Sagan, so I will give it that. It's got some scientific ac- accuracy. It was written by Carl Sagan. He wrote the book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm in. Mm-hmm. I, I've been novel. I've tried to watch it multiple times, and I think I have finished it more than once. But I think I can talk to aliens. I always I think uh, you can too. I always confused it with um. Is contact's not the one where he talks through the radio? That's frequency. Frequency, That's and then and, and then the other one with uh with dragonflies. The other one with. Kevin Costner. No, and then what's the other one with um with McConaughey and the ghosts and um Interstellar. No, where he <laughs> digs the they dig the holes. Frailty. Frailty. <laughs> those yeah. are, both have nothing to do with aliens. <laughs> Frailty, frequency, and contact. I get those confused. Frailty. <laughs> uh the movie I'm remaking is Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Mm. Uh it's <laughs> <laughs> I think we we remake it as a a feminist a pro feminism movie. I think it kind of it was storyline is Nancy Archer is a rich socialite who is unhappily married to husband Harry who left her once but came back to her when he needed money. Hell yeah! It hasn't stopped him from continuing his affair with Honey Parker and Nancy knows it. After a confrontation at a local bar, Nancy takes off in her car and has an encounter with a large sphere. There have been rumors fear on the road. 
There have been rumors of UFOs in the area, but no one will believe her. After a second encounter, she grows to an amazing size, more than enough to for her to get her revenge. So it actually sounds like it already is pro-feminism, so she just starts wrecking shit. Her husband. City boy! City boy! <laughs> Major city boy vibes for the husband. <laughs> Holy shit. What so, a piece uh, of garbage. Yeah, I think we just have, we have a piece of shit husband, and then who who do I see? Who could be a 50-foot woman? Maybe um, uh, I'd uh, love to see just wreck shop. You know, I'm talking Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. <laughs> Gal Gadot. Uh, does she have the? Uh, can she play angry? I'm not sure. She would be. Uh, I feel like you need a less like uh, a less bombshelly sort of actress to portray to portray the 50 foot woman because I think that gives an extra like an extra hitch to her giddy up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Another chip so like on Octavia shoulder. Spencer, maybe. Like, mm. Just wreck it. Octavia Butler. Octavia Spencer. Uh, or or like um, or Viola. Viola Davis. She Viola would, Davis would be, be great, great running through. Yeah, absolutely. We don't, we don't want to perpetuate the angry black woman stereotypes. Oh, yeah, we shouldn't do that. So we yeah, shouldn't we do bad, that. Two, we two bad examples. <laughs> we'll, uh, no, we'll throw in... Um, Reese Witherspoon. Let's Meryl. put Reese... Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep. <laughs> She's too old. <laughs> make Meryl 50 feet and have her just stomp and fools. I like that. I like yeah. that idea. Let's go with that. No, I think I think a better one would be like Olivia Coleman. I think that's the better one. Oh yeah, that's that that would choice. be good too. She she <laughs> she could emote. Stomp in London. She would really get everybody on her side as a fifty foot woman just attacking buildings. I think that Look, you would you would believe it. We need more sci fi movies to take place in England. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. Attack the block. Another movie I thought about yeah. drafting. Yeah. Yep. 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 Bravo. That's it. Uh, final thoughts. Is this movie better than The Big Green? No. It's not better than The Come Big on, Green. Come on, man. A, it's, it's not entertaining. You ask that question. <laughs> Ted, what would you re-rate it on a scale of 0 to 100? Uh, like, yeah, maybe a 15. I, I, I had a real tough time with this one. Mm. As we, as we all know. It's no did. Avatar 2, that's for sure. Uh, which is going to be... It's no, Wayne's World 2. What's, what, Come on. <laughs> yeah. Going to be in, in the 80s, uh, Avatar 2, for sure. Um, calling it now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a 20, 20, 28. This movie should never came across our radar because it should be just, it should be bad, but not bad enough. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, I see your point. It, sh- it shouldn't be to where we have to rate it, but at the same time, it deserves to be here. I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to leave it at 20. I'm not going to change it. Okay. Uh, what's your blurb, Steven? Blurb. Uh, I got one. Uh, I sat still the whole time because I was asleep. You'll have a hard time getting your kids to stay still for this movie because it's boring as fuck. The day the earth stood still, more like the, <laughs> the two, more like the two hours that I'll never get back. <laughs> uh, mine is uh, <laughs> mine is uh, we're trapped in the belly of this horrible machine, and the machine is bleeding to death. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Godspeed for that one. <laughs> Todd, what's your blurb? It was just as simple as, uh, sorry, one second. Uh, yeah, it's just a boring movie. Watch a different bad movie if you're looking for something like that. But or this one should just, you should never even think about it. Wow, that was the most Kyle blurb of all time. <laughs> it's a very good, a very good Kyle blurb. <laughs> Serenity now! Uh, last, lastly, recommendation. Speaking of Kyle, he wants to recommend Stranger Things again. Of great, course, great, naturally. Yeah, uh, that's cool. the only thing that exists in this world. 
<laughs> one week I, at a time. I don't know. I think we can take Kyle off of um, Marvel Corner and throw him into Stranger Things Corner. Stran- I, I think that corner. now that's his favorite thing in the throw world. Throw him into that Stranger's Corner. So good for Kyle. Good for Kyle. He found something he truly loves. Uh, his wife and children. He's gonna name his. <laughs> he's gonna name his daughter L. L for sure. Calling it. If you had to name your kid after a number, what number would you choose? I think about this sometimes. Ted, what what number would you choose your uh, on your next child that will not exist? Mm, any number. Yeah. Any number. Yeah. Probably thousand. <laughs> yeah, thousand's good. Yeah, thou. thou. <laughs> Just call him thou for short. Thou face. Thou face thou. I already know what number Steve's going to choose. You can do it. <laughs> Fucking 83. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Easy choice. Yeah, it was that or you play the uh, the Bill and Ted drop. Oh, 69, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Still holding on. Let's go. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, I would name mine um, two. Two? 69, dude. I, I go with two. Uh, two lions. Just call him number two. Just sounds <laughs> just right. Come here, you piece yeah, of shit. Oh, yeah, you're right. right. Literal they piece right, of shit. They would get made fun of a lot. Yeah, yeah you're right. Oh, I didn't even think about just name that. Name him three. I think nine now. Now I'm going nine. <laughs> no, so you want to be German now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That just means no. <laughs> no, it's part of your heritage. I'm sorry. You got to embrace yeah, your heritage a little bit. somehow. Uh, oh, Ted, you don't know. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Oh, no, Ted, I did tell you. I did tell you. Uh, yeah, you did. Italian. You called me and told me. Yeah, I'm, rec- <laughs> I'm recommending uh, being Italian. It's a great feeling. Uh, That's your real recommendation? <laughs> yeah. I'm also going to recommend... Um, uh, uh, I'll recommend along with Along with Kjax, who, who recommended this, I think, previously. Hacks, uh, season two, I did watch. Oh, yeah, you finally and, uh, watched it, Hacks. It was good. Yeah, you liked it? Yep. It's good. Good. It was good. All right. Um, Haven't seen Elvis in theaters yet. Otherwise, I would have recommended that. Uh, it's going to happen soon. Oh, you want to you wanna mention the real recommendation that I had? Fucking, fucking uh, Brian and Charles. Brian and Charles. Brian and Charles, my real recommendation. Yeah. What a great movie. Great uh, movie. What a great, quirky, British uh, British uh, light humor movie. Brian and Charles. Yeah. I'm Charles Petrescu. Um, <laughs> great movie. Uh, great highly movie. recommend it. Uh, if it's streaming, once it's streaming, by all means, watch it. If you like quirky little British humor uh, movies like that, or uh, Full Monty, or Waking Dead Divine, or um, you name it. You know, watch it. Yeah. Ted, I don't know if you're into the genre of uh, small town Brits, but this one fits. Uh, yeah. Brian and Charles. Yeah. This would resonate no, with I'm you, I'm very into that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Ted. Uh, as we always say, keep it real. Keep it rotten. Avatar 2, Wave of the Water, is going to be the best movie of the year. And uh, look, looking forward to the the spinoff podcast uh, that we're going to do. Yep. Uh, uh, keep it real. Stay rotten. Thanks, Ted. Uh, take it away. Yep.